welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with the crew, Connor, playing Uller Burzum. Hey, everybody, we're back. Aiden is playing Sarah Samser. Hey, how's he going? Reiden is playing Nathan. Realistically, by the time we have this uploaded, the listener isn't going to notice that we took like a month off. <laughs> and Sabrina's playing Harper. <laughs> Wait a bit. <laughs> well, we're back here in the uh, underground section of Fort Rannick, where they just defeated Lucretia, sister to Zanisha, a Lamia matriarch who never transformed until after her death from the beautiful redhead to the beautiful snake-bodied redhead. Still hit it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it has a cloaca. It doesn't work like that. Whatever. You are all standing in a red silt draped storage room torture chamber slash parlor, including the remaining rangers from the Black Arrows. Also, we are missing one of our team members today. We're missing the paladin. Yeah, hopefully we'll get that fixed later, but... Yeah. Alex was unable to attend. So, uh, what is it that you guys want to do now that you've just defeated her? Uh, she had some items the last we talked about. Some you were able to figure out what they were, and some you, you didn't. Plus, she also carried a scroll. Did we figure out what the scroll was? The scroll, in a small scroll tube on which she listed every citizen of Turtleback Ferry who had received a Sahedrin tattoo. Ah, right. Caven Windstrike's name is on the list with a circle around it. The list itself bears only this intriguing header. Those who have agreed to grant their greed to the master's need. Ah, I see it's a cult. Jakardro Sovark, he's essentially the ranking member of the Rangers. He executed Caven for treachery and betrayal, which yeah. he ended up admitting to. Vale Temros, the next in command, agreed. Bringing up the rear is Shalilu Andasana, who we found out was the half-daughter or stepdaughter of Jakardros. She's all elf, though. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we're standing in this basement room. There's a door to the left, and there's a door to the north with a stairwell leading eastward and upward. I'm going to move two spaces down and open this door to okay. the west. Open the room, and you see a number of cages. There are a few people in this place. So there's only three? Yes, you see three. I'm going to go up and be like, hey, how's it going, guys? How's it being prisoners here. Thank you for saving us. We've been stuck down in here in these grimy, blood-spattered cells. They're not ex exactly empty. Save some fetid straw mats and vermin-ridden blankets. And the poop corner. I see oh, the poop no. corner. Yes, the poop corner. Only yes. the smart prisoners had poop corners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back and be like, hey guys, there's some people here. Do we have, like, keys to unlock them? Did Lucretia have any keys on her? She did not, no. Well, I wonder, do we have anybody who could pick locks? Jakardro says, well, these cages should have law, uh, keys, but that was the keys were on our commander. Oh. Uh, maybe they might be up in the commander's office still, maybe, or maybe one of these ogres have them. I'm not sure. I will stroll up over to the doors and start lock picking. All right. And if that doesn't work, we're going to have to do what we do to all the other doors we encounter. Yes. Smash them in. <laughs> That's what we do to all the people we encounter. <laughs> it's really the universal solvent. 
All right, I'd like a check from from the rogue. Okay. Can I just take 10? Uh, what do you get? 32. Oh, that's definitely enough to pop them open. Okay. Yeah. So after a few moments, they pop open and you open all the doors. It takes about a minute to do so all, all three doors. Hopefully we don't get attacked by these guys. Jacardros says, well, hmm, somebody's got to stay back and defend these and make sure that they're safe and not get attacked. We can't have them following us for sure. And we can't leave here. Oh, I'll do it. In fact, I think Jataris, she speaks up and says, I'll stay behind. Oh, that's what you were going for. What a convenient way to handle an issue that we are experiencing. <laughs> Jacardros uh, says, Vale, you, you keep an eye on them. Yes, I'll stay here too. So Jacardros will go with the rest of the team, along with Kib, the Far Pelt Cougar, and Shalalu will also stay with Jacardros. You know who I feel bad for is the peasant prisoners who are now <laughs> stuck in cells with Kintaris. They are going to hear so many dragon facts. That's for sure. You know you should worship dragons, right? Dragons yes. are great. Yes, I have pictures of dragons. Here, let me pull them out. She lifts her shirt up. You know, there's there's a certain point where it doesn't matter how hot you are, Gintaris, we're going to stop caring about the dragons. And I think we've reached that point. No, you won't. Anyway. <laughs> As long as those hands she lays on are still good, she's That's welcome true. to talk all she wants about Smead. That's true. She does get rid of my fatigue, which is pretty awesome. All right, all the cage doors are now open, and we are free to go upstairs if you if you desire. All right, Connor. Or I'm sorry, Uller. Lead the way. I'll get second. I'll take third, I guess. Then Harper. Wait, did we make sure that she's like true dead? Yeah. Did we? You should go coup de gras her real quick. Going for coup de gras. Who's already up the stairs? He can't hear you. <laughs> do, 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 do it. Let me double check her token and see what I remember. I think she is dead. Uh, just just poke her a couple times just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, better would be like to tickle her. <laughs> tickle the body. Because nobody's going to fake not reacting to a tickle. Or just decapitate it. Well, there's that <laughs> as well. All of those scenarios work. I don't really care which order you use them in. And that's why I don't heal check. Eight. <laughs> she checks for the body uh, with an eight, and it determines that she's not quite sure if she's alive or dead. Hmm. She might be dead. She might be alive. You're not sure. Reeton, do you decapitate her? I'm doing a heal check. Okay, go ahead. Maybe. Boom, baby. I got a natural 20. Okay, so Reeton takes one quick look from across the room and can tell immediately that the the blood has stopped uh, being produced from her veins. The pallor in her lips and her, her eyes, which are wide open uh, in horror, clearly define that she is dead, dead, dead. Yep, she's dead. We can go, guys. guys You're can... staring awfully hard at that body. <laughs> uh, just the upper half. <laughs> All right, let's go and get you upstairs. You enter into what appears to be a storeroom. Crates, barrels, and a stack of firewood have been smashed apart and heaped into a tangled pile in the corner of the room. A flight of stairs leads down to the west. There's also a door to the south. After rummaging through the useless junk and barrels and boxes of nothing, you determine there's nothing there to loot. Okay, cool. I say we go to the door to the south, Uller. I open the door. All right. The door opens easily, and you see a long hallway to the south, filled with doors. 
Well, looks like we're gonna have to take them one by one, huh? Do we want to have our rogue checking doors before we boldly go where no party has gone before? Yes. Why not? I will remain right on Saris's flank to provide any cover that I can. Yeah. It's a main hall. With a lot of doors. What might once have been a well-maintained entrance hall is now swathed in horror. Dried blood cakes the stone walls. Bits and pieces of armor, weaponry, and flesh litter the floor, and flies cloud the air. Tapestries that once bore the insignia of the Black Arrows have been torn from the walls and now lie on the floor in shreds, coated with filth. Dwarf, you can tell that the keep is old, its masonry battered by the elements for hundreds of years. The walls are worn and chipped in many places and significantly weakened. The ceiling height in the main keep averages around 12 feet. Okay, there's a door immediately to Reeton's south. There's another door opposite that on the hallway, across from what looked to be a stairwell leading upwards. Let's go one by one, guys. All right, Saris. And, and girls, oh, sorry. You're going to do a check, correct? Yes, a uh, perception check. Perception. I'll roll it for you. You hear movement and sounds of some large creature talking to itself on the other side of that door. My weapon is drawn by the button. Down the hallway, you hear other sounds, maybe more voices, but harder to determine what they are and who they are. Okay, but I don't see any traps on the door? No, there are no traps on this door. Okay, I'll whisper to Uller. Sounds like there's one in here and further down the hall. I doubt any of these doors would be trapped, though. All right, so there's one in here and more than one to the south of us. I have a question for our bard. Yes? Do you have any spells that could help us with this? Anything like a a sleep spell or anything like that? What kind of spells do you have? They have a list of which they can cast like sorcerers. I have charm person, lullaby. What does lullaby do? Lullaby makes it so that any creature that fails a will save becomes drowsy. It makes it so they take a minus five on perception checks, a minus two on will saves against the sleep effect, and it lasts for as long as the caster concentrates. I kind of maybe think charm person wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, Makes a humanoid creature regard you as its trusted friend and ally. If the creature is currently banned, then it's hard to complete the spell. They receive a bonus of plus five against it. Here's what I'm thinking is one creature here, X, where X is greater than one to the south. Let's use charm person on whatever is on the inside of the store. We'll have the rogue check it and make sure that they didn't lock the door for privacy or whatever. Open it and we immediately have you cast the spell. As far as a immediate plan for the six seconds of speech that our DM has so kindly given us, let's have him go out the stairs that we just came up. Do we have to have the door open for her to cast a spell on him? Yes. You need two things, line of sight and line of effect. So there are, like, looking through glass will prevent spells usually from working through a window or something because you have to have uninterrupted line of effect and sight, generally, in a targeted spell like this. Okay. So we'll have to open the door and have her cast the spell super quickly. Yes. Okay. You can't really do it through a keyhole either. That's that. That's kind of cheating. Now that you are moving and there is a chance for the enemy to hear you, however small, I'd like stealth checks. Oh, sure. If you are intending to oh, move stealthily. Me. If not, I have a DC. I'm just standing right here. I'm not moving. 
33 stealth check. Harper did bad. Okay, so we know the rogue is stealthy. What did Harper get? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> I have a song in my heart and a dance in my step. Oof. Okay. <laughs> As Harper moves through and catches her clothing on one of the protruding junks from the previous room she just left, the creature inside gives a loud, <laughs> and mutters something. I'm going to reach over and push the door open. Opening the door. All right. You see inside the room. Oh, no. Close it. Close it. <laughs> there is a very large ogre there and what looks to be an infirmary. Once used to house the wounded and sick, this chamber is now a slice of blood-drenched nightmare. Hacked pieces of bodies litter the sick beds. The floor is slick with gore, strewn with mangled organs and heaps of entrails. A dead fat man sits at one of the operating tables, arranged as if he were merrily spooning chunks of his own disembodied organs out of a brown bowl. His guts spill out of a large slash in his belly. Standing over him, you see what was once an unfortunately handsome ogre. Although he, he is massive and huge, his face was at one time strangely symmetrical and free of warts, bone spurs, and gristle. Apparently far too pretty for someone who has now shaved off the entire right side of this unfortunate ogre's face, leaving a pulped ruin with skulls showing through in places. Ooh, it's like Negan. Yeah. He is currently looking at you and has been moving away from where he has his hook and was making changes to this large fat man. He is obviously aware of you and is not caught by surprise. I'm going to whisper and be like, all right, Harper, time to make friends. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Uh, uh, Reeton got a 15.02. Sarah's got a 19.04. Nine. I got a seven. Jakardros is first with a 23, followed by Shalalu, then Saris, then Silas, then Reeton, Harper, followed by Uller, bringing up the rear. All right, Jakardros and Kib. Jakardros uh, knocks his arrow and readies to fire past the group in case any other ogres show up in the hallway. Shalalu moves into the hallway past her stepfather, past the door to look southward to do the same thing, guarding against any further incursions. Saris, looking through the door to the south, you see a very angry ogre. And I'm going to continue to hide here with my weapons drawn. Aha, you have cover. Yes. Okay. I would like to take a shot at him. Okay, you pop out. You, he doesn't seem to be aware of you, so he is flat-footed. 18. The 18 misses. Even on his flat-footed? To his flat-footed? Correct. His armor protects him. Oh, okay. Silas, in rage, his half-skull showing, takes a five-foot step forward, knocking the furniture out of the way and reaches for the one who shot at him, trying to hook him, her, her, with a hook. Power attack enabled. Just one attack. AC 31, you have cover. That still hits. Okay, I rolled maximum, well, near maximum damage, 37 points. Guys, Clinton's still mad from last session. 
<laughs> well, no, that, that that was my fault for uh, not trying to snipe. So the ogre swings wildly and crushing half the door. The hook passes through the door jam and into your chest. Blood flies. Reeton. Well, I guess I'm going to uh, take a five foot step here. So I'm going to stay here for this turn and just just wait. I'm just going to do a five foot step and enable rage. Five foot step and enable rage. Roger that. Okay. Lowering your armor class. I, I'm going to get hit anyway. Clint. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Increase your hit points. <laughs> I got you. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Harper, you can now act. Yeah. Now it's kind of a question on whether to stick to the spell because it's at a very big disadvantage now. Do it. Don't do it. I believe that plan is no longer the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Buff the party. Heal the rogue. Yeah, that would be helpful. From the damage that uh, Saris just took, this might be a dangerous opponent. Mm-hmm. Boop on the butt. From what I remember, you have to use use magic device. Actually, I do also have it on my spell list. Oh, then you can just use them. Yep. Say the magic word. But touch. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right, so she moves 15 feet to the south, just on the other side of Shalelu, and butt touch, and bing! Four points of healing. You're totally going to live through this. Yeah, maybe. All right, Uller, you're up. Uh, well, let me describe something. Standing on the other side of Reeton, behind him, opposite to Silas Krieg, approximately 15 feet to the creature. What do you do? I can't really uh, charge in there with Reeton, my boy. So... Oh. As a swift action, I'm going to knock the, the wire on my spring-loaded sheets and get some shuriken. going to activate okay. a flurry of blows, and I'm going to throw some shuriken. All right. Oh. Okay, let's start at the top. First one is going to be a 19 to hit, which I believe misses. Misses. Hits his armor. Second one is a natural one. For some reason, the, the sheath didn't work right, and it pops out and just, you, you miss it, you're grabbing it in, in your hand, and it just flies askew. All right. Third one is a 12. Fourth one is a nine. Yeah, again, hits the uh, the side of the uh, wall of the door. Silas Krieg laughs. <laughs> Round two. Jakardros. This doesn't look good. What do you think, Kib? Takes a five foot step to the south. I can barely target him and tries to shoot. The ogre has cover. Let's see if he can attack with his composite longbow. Rolls a one. Somehow misfiring. The second attack is AC of 29. That hits for 10 points and three points of electricity for a 13. Lightning flickers across him. Shalalu takes a five foot step. All right, Saris, you're up next. Okay. I am going to shift... If I moved across Reeton Square to the north, would that provoke an attack of opportunity? I would say no, because the doorway provides cover. So I'm going to shift across, sheathing my bow, drawing the rapier and short sword, and then stealthing. Okay. You are 100% successful since you have full cover from the creature. Cool. All right. Silas. Hey, where'd you go? He says in some giantish language. Oh, I got another target. You're going to be my next art piece. That just means he finds you handsome. Yes. I am handsome, but why don't you go try to hug him? Hey, Silas, you want a hug? 
Silas says yes and begins a full attack on Reeton. First attack, AC 15. You have cover. That misses. Okay. The second attack, I rolled a natural 20, getting a 28. That hits. To confirm, I rolled an 11. That does not confirm. All right. All I do is 30 points instead of the 58 I could have. I, I just want to stop okay. you. That's not 58. That's plus 58. Oh, that's plus 50. Thank you. Thank you. Would that have killed Reeton? That would <laughs> no. have one-shotted me from full. Yeah, as it should. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. That ends Silas Krieg's full attack. Reeton. I'm going to do a five-foot step inside. I am going to return his full attack with a full attack of my own. I am raging with reckless abandon, power attack, and I get a plus one because of giant slayer. Plus one to my attack. Ooh. I'm going to use my magical, furious bastard sword. Do you let out a battle cry of some sort? So 24 to hit. I, I take it that's a no. His battle cry uh, is also butt touch. <laughs> uh, I'm not letting out a battle cry. I'm just moving forward and trying to attack him. Okay, so you just grimace in fury. Yes. AC 24 slices through his armor. For 19 points of damage. All right. Plus 1d6 of acid damage. Acid damage, okay. Three more points of damage. His wounds sizzle and hiss and bubble. I'm going to make you prettier, baby. Impossible! (laughs) All right, Harper. You're next. Standing next to Shalalu. I will use, I think it's heroism, but let me just double check. That's the one I'm thinking. Be nice if we had a paladin right now. Yeah. Well, since it seems like your attacks are doing the most damage to him right now, Reeton, then just to help with landing those, I'm going to cast heroism. So it's a plus two on attack saves and skill checks. Perfect. Thank you. I just poke the finger out like, boop, butt touch. <laughs> in fact, you would not be turning around because of who you're facing off, so it would, in fact, have to be a butt touch. <laughs> That's not what you expect from a butt touch, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you are filled with heroism. Your eyes glow. All right, Uller, you're next. Get in here, man. Uliburism's going to take a five-foot step because he doesn't want no attack of opportunities, taking them out in one hit. He's then going to initiate yet another ranged flurry of blows. Okay. The doorway no longer provides cover for you since you are closer to it than your target. Goddamn right. (laughs) So that is going to be a 24 to hit in the first hit. Strikes him squarely in the chest. Seven points of damage. All right, seven. Second strike is a 17, which misses. Yes. Third strike is a 22 for another seven points of damage. Okay, that one hits him in the upper arm. In this fourth one, I'm aiming it right for the spot on his head that's exposed. It's going to be a 20. I don't know if that hits or not. And that goes right over the top of his head as he unexpectedly ducks. Turnover. All right. Round three. The doors open to the south. Two sets of doors, actually. Okay. And some ogres up here. Uh, what? Uh, intruders! Get um. Uh-oh. Oh, God, they keep coming. Yes. And there's another. The other ogres aren't as well. These ogres that are currently in the hallway that pour out of the hallway, they're just wielding great clubs. They don't have ogre hooks. They've got crappy armor. They look like furs and hot, terrible stuff. The one to the south, however, just like the one you're fighting, 
with a real hook and nice, well-made hide armor. So there seems to be some differences. The one to the south got a uh, decapitated mangled body, which he uh, laughs as he looks at you and throws the body at you. That's not a rock. It lands at Shalilu's feet. He just laughs. <laughs> I'm going to paint the walls with you, too, says Gragavan Krieg to the south. All right, Shalilu, just one shot. Rolls a 16 and misses. The ogres have moved. Gragavan has moved. Jakarjos does a full round attack at the lead ogre. An AC of 23 and 29, both striking the ogre soundly for 10 and 12. So 22 points. Plus lightning damage? That is including the lightning damage. Okay. Nice shot. Very nice shot. Really, the ogre stumbles at these blasts and is injured heavily. Saris. So drop both weapons, draw the bow, and take a stealth shot at this first ogre. You shoot your arrow. The creature doesn't even get out of the way. Apparently, you were hidden. 23 to hit for six damage. You strike soundly. So you get your sneak dice. 15. Nice. So 21. 21 points. Oh, yeah, that you drop him soundly, falls to the ground in a loud crash. And then enter stealth again. Yes. All right, Silas, the uh, artiste in the northern room. You're not going to take me out. Only Pappy Jangrath can take me out. Well, I want you to know, and you say you don't know, but I want you to take Reeton out, not me. No, what? AC 21. That hits. For 30 points. 29 points. That's right. <laughs> His second attack at AC 26 for 34 points. Okay. Are you all right? I'm alive. <laughs> how many, just for the audience, how, how many hit points do you have left? 24 points of mm. HP left. Yeah, you can't take another attack like that. No. Reedon finishes his rage and immediately falls unconscious. I'm not doing either of those things. Take this thing out, Reedon. It's your only hope. This time I'm going to use Lesser Elemental Rage as well. Okay. And I'm going to use uh, Ice Damage on that. And then I'm going to do a full round attack. All right. Your Furious Power Attacking Bastard Sword. Attack of 33. Oh, that easily hits. For 26 points of damage. So that's another six points of damage. Another six points for a total of 32. 26 to AC. Hits easily. For 25 points of damage. Uh, Another four points of damage. So 29. So total 29. Okay. You hack Silas Krieg to pieces. He drops to the ground. I want you to describe all the damage you've just done to him, where it hits and all that stuff. Well, first off, because he's really large, so I'm going to hamstring him. And my first attack is going to take his leg out. And then my second one is going to go right for the jugular, just slicing his head. Probably not getting all the way to decapitate, but leaving a nice mark. The blood showers you and covers you in gore. (sighs) Worth it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Silas Krieg is now down. Whew. Yeah, you, you've definitely exceeded his con. So Good. he's at negative 21. Good. Damn. All right, Harper. You catch glimpse of what just occurred and are horrified. What do you do? Boop my butt with a wand. <laughs> that was heroic. All right. <laughs> I leave Reeton alone. <laughs> I will go for the wand. Yay. 
How much yeah. do I get butt touched for? A trickle of magical healing. A tickle. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think you're getting hurt on purpose. Stop it. All right, Uller. What do you do? Five foot step and flurry of blows down the hallway. Okay. I'm running out of shuriken here, so I need to get ready to get in the melee. Yeah, how many of those do you have? I'm going to be able to throw three. So, uh, first strike is going to be a 25 for seven points of damage. Hits squarely. Second one is going to be a 14. Misses. Third one is going to be a 16. 16 misses, flying wide. Turnover. All right. Well, we'll find out next time on the Rise of the Rune Lords what round four will have in store. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.